Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stafford, receivers in tight. He gets the snap. Stafford finds Cup in the end zone. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Touchdown, Cup! The Rams have taken the lead! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. When the game is on the line, you need your playmakers to do it. Yeah, a lot of trust in him. This is the Rich Eisen Show. And that's the way legacies are born. Earlier on the show, Rams safety, Eric Weddle. Cowboys head coach, Mike McCarthy. Still to come, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Warren Sapp. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. If you missed hour number one with Eric Weddle or hour number two with Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy, please go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Hit us with a subscription. We would greatly appreciate that. Our podcast as well. We're all podcasts are acquired, but also the Cumulus Podcast Network. We say hello to our streaming viewers on NBC Sports on Peacock and those listening to us across the coasts. Uh, across the nation on our Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network, as well as Odyssey, Sirius XM Channel 85. And then, of course, as I mentioned, uh, all of us here in the studio, Chris Brockman, Mike Del Tufo, good hour three to you. TJ Jefferson, still trying to take in what his head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, said in hour number two. And I'm going to stop talking about our in-studio guest as if he's not here because he's staring at me saying, when are you going to introduce me? No, I can feel it. I can feel it. From my right, good to see no, my Hall of Fame it. friend. I love it. What did Mike McCarthy say Warren now? Warren Sapp. No, he came on the program, and um, you know, it was nice enough to uh, to to come on. And he said he did talk to Jerry Jones about the stuff that Jerry's saying in um, in in you know in public, you know, and 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 interesting enough on you know how is a head coach supposed to say take you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, the, did, did you hear the stuff he was saying about Dan Quinn? Did the Jerry Jones stuff? Okay. Ooh. So when Dan Quinn stayed, okay, uh-huh. he said all of us wanted Dan to stay. That was the key to our continuity here. And then he and then he mentioned how Quinn joined Sean Payton and Jason Garrett in in coaches who want to stay because they love to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone. So my point is, quote, in my mind, a lot of logic as to why they might not take a job right now rather than one or, or wait and see how the cards go in the future. When asked what that meant about, you know, his current coach, uh, Jones said Mike McCarthy knows that someday somebody other than him will be coach of the Cowboys. That's Jerry. Right? <laughs> I, you don't expect anything Did you ever have him. somebody at the top of the flow chart talk about a coach like that? No. That never happened, right? No, we had a real good organization. Well, it was Al. 
You know, when Al pull out the overhead, God bless his soul, the great right. Al Davis, it was old. You know it was old when the overhead come out. So. Right. Other than Al, everything else. Every, but, no. but that didn't happen when Dungy was there, right? I no, mean, and then they no, switched but, up to, to Gruden, right? I mean, like that didn't. Well, that wasn't pretty either. Right. That wasn't pretty either. Losing your head coach, especially one, I don't know how love Mike McCarthy is with all the, the timeouts and the decision making and the right. craziness that went on all year long. I mean, you you saw it lead up to what the Cowboys ended, and you you can't predict Jerry Jones's demise, right. and then it plays out in front of him, and he does nothing about it. I mean, you know he's gonna shake the tree. Yeah, I'm just wondering how that plays in the locker room. That's all. What do you think? When Jerry's your owner, you don't worry about it. Like when Al was our owner, you didn't worry about it. I mean, you. You want answers? Go see him. He'll give you the answer. What you looking for? Mm-hmm. Did you ever go to Al's office, Al Davis? Yeah, office? I went to Al in the locker room to get the defense changed over the four three, and Rob Ryan wanted to kill me. Sorry, Rubble. I'll bite. I need. I need more on that. What do you mean? Listen, I'm in, I'm, we're in Denver, mm-hmm. and I got Derek Burgess outside, who's the meanest left end in the game and the baddest one I ever played with. Mm-hmm. And then I want to rush, and then I'm teaching Tommy Kelly how to play the game, and they right. just gave him a fifty million dollar contract. And then I got Chris Clemens. The young guy that turned out to be pretty good in Seattle, remember him? Right, yes. And I had him young, so I had a good full group. And Robbo's playing with this 3-4 stretch thing, and we're in Denver, and they got Ben Hamilton and that other little guard, and they're pulling me out on third down. I'm going crazy. I want to pull my hair out. So after the game, Derek Gibson looks at me, the old Florida State Seminole, say, what's the matter with you? I mean, Rich, I got smoke coming out of my ears. Right. I was pulled out on third down all game long. He was like, go to Al. I'm like, what? You know, I'm, I'm used to Tampa, you know. I go see Dungey, I go see Money, you know. Mm-hmm. Go see, go talk to Rod. I, I don't go see the head, the owner of the team. Go see Al. You want something change around here? So I walk around the corner. I'm still in my cleats. I hadn't done any work. I walk around the corner. He's mm-hmm. standing at the locker room. I walked up to him. I said, what did you bring me here to do? He said, excuse me? I said, what did you bring me here to that do? That was your opener with Al Davis? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I had smoke coming out of my ears at this point, Rich. They could have sent me home, and I wouldn't have gave a damn at that point because they weren't using me, and I was in a 3-4 dying. I mean, dying a slow death. So <laughs> I say, what did you bring me here to do? Excuse me. I said, what did you bring me here to do? Attack mm-hmm. the quarterback. I said, well, I can't do it if I'm on the sideline on a 3-4. I need four up front, and I don't give a damn what they play behind. They can play cover zero, nine, whatever, right. 57, whatever. We're going to get the quarterback. He said, I'll fix it. The Monday, we go in, watch the tape. Tuesday, we off, we come back. Wednesday morning, Robbo's sitting at the top of this stage with the grease board up, and his hair is everywhere. And he looked like he has a pound of doodle underneath his nose. I mean, he has a look on his face. He goes, I can't believe it. One of my players went to the effing owner to change the defense. Burgess down in front, look back, says, that you, big homie? <laughs> I said, yes, sir. <laughs> I said, Robo smashed the ball. Boom! We're gonna line up four across 99, 56, 91, 93, and we're gonna play man to man behind it. I looked up, I said, what I learned is that just bought me another half a second. Let's go. <laughs> we went into Tennessee. I had three sacks. Stack Steve McNair, God bless his soul, for a sack calls from a Robbo. Came to me in the locker room after the game, grabbed me and looked at me and said, that's all money Kiffin was doing all these years? <laughs> <laughs> I said, pretty much, baby. Let it turn me loose on third down. I get it done. <laughs> and now we had the number three defense and two wins, but hey, you know that's that's all in the wow. past. Yeah, I had to go to Al so and get go the to defense. Al? I didn't know this. So if you want to just go to Jerry and Dallas, you gotta go to Jerry, right? Who who else right. calls the shots? 
Well, he's supposed to be the coach, right? I mean, but I, I just... Not in Cowboy. It's called Jones Mahal for a reason, baby. Mm, Warren Sapp here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, let me just get right to it. Let's go. Right to the meat and potatoes. 99 in your program, number one in your heart here in Los Angeles. How good is Aaron Donald? The best thing going besides... I can't say that. Um, since sliced bread. I mean, <laughs> the, the, you know what? I was watching him in the game. Yes. And they had put him in that Mike March. When you remember man, Mike March used to talk about the 99 championship game? Yeah. Where he said he just threw everything in the kitchen sink at me? Yes. That's what they did in the first half of this game. And for some reason, the Cincinnati Bengals and their quarterback decide to wake this monster up. <laughs> I mean, you give him the sack because you don't run out of bounds. or You know, he pushes you. No problem. Then they decide to smash him and they hit him in the face, Rich. And they woke this monster up. They went to scheming with a little, just a little wrinkle in the defense to mug the center. Mm-hmm. And my God, did he wake up and go through that guard. Ran right through him and just turned it up. And then Von Miller turned it up on the last drive. Right. I, I, I was on the phone with a friend of mine who used to be a Hall of Fame voter. And he was like, listen, Sap, Joe Burrow is driving it. I said, listen here, son. This is a pass rusher's dream right now. I just need one. I just need one rush right now, and I'm a world champion. Right. There's no way Joe Burrow gets away, not with that old line. And today, two, three days after the Super Bowl, we still can't name those five guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. So, you can't have the offensive player of the year, comeback player of the year, whatever Joe Burrow was, all these beautiful things, and have him under that kind of pressure mm-hmm. in, a, in that kind of situation for the, for the world championship. He didn't have a chance to look at anybody, and they showing me. Uh, Jamar Chase made uh, <laughs> Jalen Ramsey fall. Right, the front and the back end work together. Yes, baby. You, that's if you got we, no way to see it, he ain't open. We 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 quote you all the time about that front and the back end oh. work together. So, all right, uh, rewind a little bit. So that moment when Burrow gets hit by Donald, and I, I mean, he he hit him. Legally. No sack. No sack. Oh, but out of bounds. Oh. Uh, out of bounds. Come on, right? He, no, his foot. He, he pushed him. Oh, he pushed him. Right? Which he was is, out of bounds. He no, was not. He's, no foul. He was clearly in the field in of play, no doubt, and so ready now, to be hit. All these linemen, right. go get your quarterback. Go back to the huddle. Leave this monster alone. You just gave him a sack. So let him get his gift wrap sack. Go back to the huddle, and now find a way to block him again, and then go drive the ball. Do not push this man in the face and wake him up. Now you got all 11 riled up. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I remember that. I remember that moment. <laughs> and then, of course, he comes up with the sack to stop the drive. After to they the... mugged the center, he runs right through the guard. Well, I mean, he runs through him. Right, and then that, that kept him to three after the pick, yep. after the, the, the touchdown to start the second half. And that kept, it a, that kept it a Yeah, I know. <laughs> that kept it a one-score game. And, the, so, and then, obviously, Donald calling game at the end of the game. Oh. So it's interesting. I, I, I Warren Sapp here on the Rich Eisen Show. You talking about throwing kitchen sinks and all that sort of stuff at him. What do you make of a 30-year-old saying he's thinking of retiring, even though he hasn't said it, but word out there is that he's thinking of retiring. Do, do you believe it? Do you, What do you think? Yes. I mean, the money they're giving them, I mean, I'm not – Put it somewhere and invest in Bitcoin or whatever, crypto, and, mm-hmm. and go sit on the beach and enjoy your children's because he's done enough. I mean, look at the resume. He's in your, he's in your oh, room. Oh, no, no, he's above me. He's above me. He's above you. Listen, Rich, I, look, I looked at this thing with the seven straight all pros. I can't name a guard that he's going against, but, you know, he's still seven straight all pros. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still rushing the hell out of that quarterback. I mean, he That's, can get it. 
That's why I'm saying get it. You know, retiring. I don't like his be. run game play. Not at all, because you can't never show me a game where somebody ran the ball at me 40 times and beat me. That's it. How did you move the ball? <laughs> you run it 40 times. Where, where did you move it at on, on these run plays? Because mm-hmm. that ain't going down, not for four quarters. No, nah, I just, I hate that part of his game, but everything else, impeccable. So you do, I, I'm trying to get inside the, the mindset of somebody in that be trench. He'll be the sixth first ballot Hall of Fame defensive tackle. Behind me, Mean Joe Green, Merlin Olson, Bob Lilly, and Randy White. That's a six-pack that you cannot, <laughs> you do not want to see on any Sunday afternoon. <laughs> and then Johnny Randall is backing us up. I mean, it's unbelievable. So right. we, we got a collection. It, it's a collection of great men that played the game at the defensive tackle position, and he's right there with all of us. Well, I'm just trying to get inside the trenches where a 30-year-old would even be thinking, yeah. I, they tell I, you I, you I, finish at 30, remember? The, you know? Well, it's running back. <laughs> No, that's, that's across right. the board. Mm. Look it up. See how many defensive linemen have are 30 years plus and have 10 sacks. It's less than 15. So you think it would be? Me, Reggie White, right. Bruce Smith, Johnny Randall, a couple other guys like that, uh, Leslie, uh, Leslie O'Neal or something like that, some mm-hmm. guys like that. But it's, it's less than 10 or 15. It's only 10 or 15 of us. So you believe the conversation that, that he might think be thinking of retiring? Yeah. I mean, when you get – Bounced around and bing bong, <laughs> pinballed around in that thing. I mean, them hips and them arms, and the, you ache. You ache. I mean, I played 13 good years in this thing, and it hurt. I got a new hip, and I'm ready to ride my bike and do the fishing and scuba and everything that I do, but this game will take a toll on you. So it's believable. He oh, no, it's definitely like, believable. He just looks like Adonis, and he makes it look so easy. <laughs> Ooh, you know, so it's kind of surprising. Does, no, that's what I'm saying. It's Sweet. kind of surprising that he... Because again, that's. What's left? You know? Three time mm-hmm. defensive player of the year. World champion. Pro Bowls, all pros. I don't know. Matched by none. Except maybe Bob Lilly and Merlin Olsen and Mean Joe, because I think he had 10. Yeah. Those guys are 10, 12, 13, 14 years like that. So hmm. he's halfway there. <laughs> Warren Sapp here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's take a break. Uh, come back. I want to hit about the Hall of Fame class with you. Richard Ooh. Sherman's talking a lot about uh, Matthew Stafford not deserving it. I want to get your sense on that. I want so much more from Warren Sapp, and we're going to get it from 99 in your program, number one in your heart, next live on the Rich Eisen Show in a moment. <laughs> It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, 
O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, right here on NBC Sports on Peacock, uh, Sirius XM 85. Our radio audience terrestrially will join us shortly. Warren Sapp here in studio, hanging with us here for hour number three of the Tuesday after the Super Bowl. Uh, for NFL honors uh, on, uh, on Thursday night, because this kind of jarred my memory here a little bit when you said that Aaron Donald's above you is what you said. Okay, so so we had um, uh, we had um, uh, that Thursday night uh, for the honors. Is, there, is, there, is your microphone on there? So I don't know. There is. It's on. Okay. So so <laughs> Thursday night. I don't know. Two folks freaking out over there. So so Thursday night for the honors uh, when all the Hall of Famers that they they asked to announce uh, the incoming class for. For, for honors um, because they had a specific connection with yeah, them. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Everyone was wearing their gold jackets, but Bruce decided to wear his burgundy NFL 100 all-time team jacket. And I thought that was a flex. flex. <laughs> I thought that was a little bit of a flex just to walk around and say, you know, there's a, there is there is a, a step up. They had a 100 sack club meeting here in L.A. too. Did they really? And I missed it by three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That was Bruce, Vaughn, right? Oh, it's a bunch of Donald, them. right? Monsters. Clyde Simmons. Yeah, D, and D, uh, D Ware is in that, and he didn't get in. He didn't get in first bout. Devin Hester's the all-time wow. most dangerous man that you would ever think about kicking the ball to. And he didn't get in. You know what? I, it's, I am blown away by this. So I had three canes that, was, that have pretty much... Hall of Fame resumes without it. Because Andre Johnson, you got to go get Jerry Rice to top his numbers. That's Jesus and cleats. By playmakers' words, what am I missing here? Yeah, Reggie Wayne, too, was in the mix. Well, Reggie Wayne's got around. a nice resume. Well, he'll come in. Hines Ward can't even get a sniff. I don't understand that. I, boy, I looked at them numbers. You seen those numbers? 85 uh, touchdowns? He's, MVP? He's... Uh, and 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 he can sniff. Well, he played the game too Listen, in a different way. And when you're talking about a blocking receiver, yes, sir, that's they, the first one you they go. They changed find. the rule for him. Oh, you can't even you can't even hit nobody in the ear like that no more. Well, you, but you, or you can't peel <laughs> yeah, back like and I, hit somebody. I admit, yeah, right. crack it back. Yeah, they changed the rule because I, he was the king of that. I have a couple rules myself, Rich. I know this for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you have rules against you in the National Football League, you've been loving to be seen. Stop playing, man. Mel Blunt's in there. Oh, oh. Put a jersey on. I know. <laughs> Put a jersey on. <laughs> Put a jersey hey, on. Man. You told that to Stop Mike Sherman, case. right? You told yes. Mike Sherman. Yes, Mike Sherman came across and said something to me, so I, you know, 
He's lucky Mercedes Sherelle Sapp was in that box leaning over the top. I looked up there. If she you wasn't saw your there, daughter? Yeah, she, she, she melts my heart. You know that. So right. I, had to go, I had to go see the baby because I know if I had enacted what I was thinking, I was not going to see the baby after the game. So that was, <laughs> <laughs> now I got to go home to the baby. Lawrence Sapp here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so the, the, what did you think of the Hall of Fame class? I am welcoming all brothers that endured this process mm-hmm. because it's so funny to me now, Rich, that we see the, the, the presentation that they do now. Yep. David Baker's was lovely. I, I really like that. I, I don't mind the connection with the guys. Leroy Butler with his socks off, with his shoes off, right. his socks on in yep. the cold. But you can't fake it to us. You already know. So it just so happens you show up at John Lynch's house and he's got 40 of his closest people there. I mean, just, come on. Let's, let, you know how I find out? How'd you find I have out? a video. George Chen recorded me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he had it on. I'm standing on the table in the living room at the hotel in New Orleans, right. yelling at the TV. That's when I found out. Just like everybody else in the world found out, I found out. Right. I don't know. It's kind of difficult now with the with COVID and there's no hotels, right? So, or they they could, I guess, have a, no. A you knock on you the have door a show just like we had on TV then, right. and you watch it from your house like I did. Mm. So, uh, which is uh, what do you think of Seymour's game back in the day? What do you think of Seymour's game back in the day? I wish Bill would have let him go. Because they always told me that this big six foot six monster from the you know Georgia Bulldog national champions, mm-hmm. first time since Herschel Walker, so you give him a little two, that he could rush and do the things that he, that were very special. And I always said that I would never constrain someone that's that generational of a player. Mm-hmm. You gotta let him go. Gotta let him go. Fifty seven and a half sacks don't say Richard Seymour, mm-hmm. but that's what he has. Right. So those are the numbers, though. That's the it? numbers. It, and Bryant Young it, coming in the Hall oh, of Fame. Oh, man, Bryant Young played a, almost 90 sacks, was in the middle of that San Francisco yeah, 49ers. Yeah, was saying that they had Haley and Dolman who were in that Canton room yeah. with you, and B, C, B.Y. was the guy with the C on his chest. And they had uh, Stubblefield right beside him that won Defensive Player of the Year. Right. Right. So, hey, you know how San Francisco is. They they mount up a bunch of talent and come out the U4 championship. As you know, I'm, I I know a lot of uh, very proud Hurricanes, as you know. Yes. You are one of them. Irv is another one of them. I can go on and on and on. It's kind of wild how the one, if you will, snub that gets everybody upset is Hester. Hester. It's we, Hester. We play this game. To identify the most dangerous guy on the football field. Mm-hmm. And boy, when you was kicking that ball, everybody, no one went to the bathroom. No one went to the concession stand. You don't go nowhere to either you kick it out of bounds or kick it through the end zone. Because once Hester got his hands on it, mm-hmm. my goodness, what a what a delight to watch. It's, I, I think maybe it's it's just folks. Ask Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy went to the greatest show on of the Super Bowl as yeah, we no. just leaving. Yeah. I know what he did. He went in front of the special team. We're going to kick it to him. We're going to go down there. We're going to set the tone. Touchdown, coach. <laughs> <laughs> just like that, touchdown, coach. Who is this the one who told us a story about Dungy saying, like, I guess the, the, the Lord's Prayer that they, he, he had read before the game was the like the same one from the movie Hoosiers about David and Goliath? Right. 
and that um, that he took it the wrong way as to mean <laughs> King of the Hester. Yeah. Oh no, trust like, me. Like I, that we're gonna, that, and, and I was it, in the locker room when he said Reggie White didn't have it anymore. We're gonna go to Green Bay and Wait, rob Reggie White what? with what? Jason. Yes, with Jason Odom. I'm sorry, O.D. But it was Jason Owen from the University of Florida. We're gonna go to Green Bay and block Reggie White with Jason Owen. Boy, Jason Odom. Reggie White had three sacks and blocked a punt. <laughs> we got home. I came and see Tony on that button. I said, Coach, can you please give the opposing defensive lineman the same attention that I get? Please don't ever do that to me again. My bad, Warren. Please don't out your bad, Coach. But that was his coaching way oh, to just talk it up. Listen, it, it, was a feeling with Con- it was a feeling with Tony. Tony yeah. Yeah. Tony prayed on everything. You know this. And if he had a feeling that this is what the message was, that's where he went. And he I, misread the message. Man, I just could not believe Touchdown. when he kicked it to Devin Hester to start Touchdown. that game. And then, and that Hester then actually came through with what we were expecting in the biggest moment. And we're like, oh, can this actually happen for the Bears tonight? Now we all know that it did. Oh, no, 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 no. Rex Grossman was a quarterback. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just had to be reemphasized. We're not kicking yes. the ball to the most dangerous man on the football field, 23. Right. But I, that's why I'm just saying maybe the selectors do not view kick returner, punt returner, as on par with receiver, running back, or your position, anybody's position. What? I'm, I'm, that's I'm a just third of the game. That's Last the only, time I checked. Then that's the only reason for not giving okay, Devin Hester you, first ballot no, no, status. No. I, I saw something. Ross Tucker tweeted, mm-hmm. if they don't put you know, Tony Baselli and Richard Seymour in the Hall of Fame, I'm taking my name off the list. I want to know who in the hell let you vote in the first place. Well, no, I think he was just... No, I'm serious. (laughs) I'm serious. I mean, what? What did I miss? No, I think think what you missed was... I think what you missed is... I think what you missed is Ross... I don't think he's got a vote. I think he was just being self-effacing that he's going to take his name off the list of of candidacy. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what he was saying. Yes. That's the... <laughs> yeah, I don't, that don't make no sense either. <laughs> that's I even think, worse. I think that's, that's what I worse. think that's what you missed. That's even worse. <laughs> and you have no shot at it. And you talking trash? Oh God! Just, uh, what? There Some platforms. Go. There you go. So uh, somebody gonna get it. <laughs> Warren Sapp, what do you think of what's going on with Kyler Murray? What is happening with Kyler Murray? What do you think? These kids really need to understand. Do not let your timeline become your lifeline, gentlemen and ladies out there in the world. Live a life that social media don't dictate what's really going on. Sometimes when I put some fish in, I'm sitting on my couch. I'm telling you, don't let your timeline become your lifeline. And why in the hell would you as the franchise quarterback of a franchise unfollow them and then what did he do? Acid wash? There was the acid wash scrub. Yeah, he just he what scrubbed it all off, and what then say and then say nothing. Saying nothing. But that is the same. Yeah, that You've is. You've already told us. But what is he saying? Is the point? Like I don't know what he's saying. And what, I want out. But why would you want out? And Kingsbury is basically. But and I heard you earlier, and you was like, you know, his money and whatever. And there's no question he can play. Yeah, it is. Because that playoff game, you weren't as good as your last game. And I want to know what the hell you were doing in that end zone when you flipped that ball up on that pick six. I've never seen that. We've looked at a lot of football, Rich. I've seen Dan Orlowski run out the back of that thing with a cock ready to throw for a safety. I've never seen that in the pocket, flip, run, click, get ready to fall, and, and just gift wrap six? And you down 14? Oh, man. I... 
son, I I watched that game and I wanted that didn't look like an NFL quarterback. Huh. That didn't look like an no, I'm telling not one in the playoffs. This is the playoffs. This is the best of the best, a run for a championship. And that's your performance you put up? And then you want to scrape your Instagram of the Cardinals? Maybe the Cardinals need to wipe themselves for you, son. Because evidently you ain't on the right program. You, you you don't do that out in the open like that. Go in there and have a conversation. When I when I had my first year with the Bucks, and everything went crazy, we went 2-7 and seven at the end. And Sam Weiss was running, God bless his soul, was running a, mm-hmm. a, a three-ring circus, and he was wringling brothers in the middle with the big hat. I went straight to Rich McKay. I said, no way. I, I can't do this. He said, calm down, big dog. Let me go get you a coach, and then you come back and see me after the new year, and we'll see where we're at. That's what you do. You go in and have a conversation with the powers to be. Well, maybe he did, and it didn't go the way that he wanted well, to. Well, then you suck it up like a grown man, and you wait for the consequences because you already know what's coming. Why alert the world? Yeah, I don't. I, I, no, no, why alert the world? <laughs> why alert the world to Unless, uh, That's exactly, and, and that's why we talk about it on shows like this and others, because why alert But the what world? you also alert like, but no, 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 is your minion of followers to back you of, oh, they need to do this, they need. I mean, what does that mean, minions of followers? If they have their contractual control on you, you need to force your way out. I mean, that's the and real deal. And you do deal. it with the people behind you well, and your followers, so that's right? what, like, so, so let's dive into this a little bit, mm-hmm. Warren Sapp. Like, why, why alert the world? I don't know. We didn't live in that social media world. The less you said, the better your chances were of this turning out well for you. Because there's less people that know it. That's when a conspiracy starts. When two or three people get together and come up with a wild plan. Well, alert When the you, world. me, my agent, or my agent, me, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are negotiating, right. I left. I told Rosenhaus, here's the code to the house. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Because if the Bucks say something about me that I take personal, it's going to be a long time before I wash that off my back. So you leave. You take the—I always tell people whenever I do the step in the lab, I take the emotion out. I'm just watching the game. I'm just watching the tape. Mm-hmm. I'm just watching technique. Mm-hmm. This ain't personal. Mm-hmm. That's what it is with a contract negotiation. Everybody saw the big year at the end. That's why they set up these rookie contracts. So now your representative and you have to be on board with the team. And then if they don't want to give you this, then find a nice, easy way for me to exit. Put me somewhere where I have a little bit of say in it and let's move on. Right. But don't do this foolishness. And now me and Rich got to sit here and speculate and hypothesize about you scrubbing your Instagram and all this foolishness. Not right. Well, what ended up happening? I don't happening, think I would have followed the Bucks when I was on the team. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, so there's nothing to talk about. I don't follow them. I, I worked there. So what ended up happening was on Super Sunday, mm-hmm. Chris Mortensen tweeted oh, oh, yeah, out. Did you see that? No. Okay. See, he tweets out, the odd vibe between the Cardinals and Kyler Murray is indeed alarming. Murray is described as self-centered, immature, and finger-pointed per sources. <laughs> Murray is frustrated with franchise that was embarrassed by playoff loss to Rams and thinks he's being framed as the scapegoat. And then he asks, where is it headed? Despite the acrimony, the Cardinals expect things to calm down and Murray is their QB. I mean, he's under contract unless he demands out, right? The select veterans, here's the one. Select veterans hope to reach Murray on how he handles adversity better. Kingsbury also self-scouting where he could buy, provide better alternatives for the QB. If you're a veteran on the team, I mean, what do you think that means, That it, giving him advice on how to handle things better? What boy, do you think that means? Boy, there's three things in the locker room you don't discuss. Your wife, your children, and money. 
I ain't got nothing to do with your contract, Kyler. You got to handle that on your own, son. You come in here, do your job, I'm going to do mine. We're going to pull together and everyone, together everyone achieves more in a team situation. What if handling things better means in the adversity of uh, of a game? What do you, what, you know, handling well, things? hey, you're a grown man. It's time to step up. This is a professional league. You know, they get a check too. Sometimes they're better than you. Sometimes we, we didn't execute. But like I said, Rich, that last playoff game, it didn't look like an NFL quarterback to me. Something was really, really off. So what could that have been? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was some negotiation that they were talking about. They were going to settle up because they did start off hot. They did. They started off hot. And then probably your agent is calling and like, let's go and finish this thing before it gets too crazy. And now the number is way out of, you know, astronomical. So it's money, you think? It's got to be the contract because that's the security in which we all want to go to work with, right? Mm-hmm. And put yourself on the line. How much do you love me? Where the money at? Warren Sapp here on the Rich Eisen Show. It ain't uh, show friends. It's show business. Show business. Yeah. What do, you think of, what do you think of Brady having uh, six days between announcing retirement and saying never say never? It's not easy to let go, Rich. Especially when you went for 53, what, 53-16, led the league in passing? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that Tampa Bay team except the defense. They can't rush the passer from inside. You know, my two tackles inside just, they don't believe in rushing the pass. Nah. We just, we play run. It's not Earl Campbell in the backfield crazy. <laughs> They're throwing the ball. So, But it's tough. When you're talking about someone with that kind of excellence, that kind of drive, that kind of focus. Right. Hey, Phil Simms used to say something to me when I worked with him on Inside NFL. Uh-huh. He's like, you just walked away. You're in good shape and everything. I'm like, yo, man, it was time. He's like, they would have had to pry the helmet from my cold, dead fingers. Mm. I see he played in a different league. It's a little bit better money situation. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why Aaron Donald could decide to go home right. because it's, it's just a different situation. But for somebody like Brady, I mean, he's right there. If Todd Bowles don't call the all-out blitz and the Bucks don't, mm. don't run it, I mean, come on. My, my – my linebacker, Le- Le- Levante David, is standing there with his hands on his hip as the play is going on. Unbelievable, man. I mean, just, come on. Your last pass is to Mike Evans over the top of the number one cornerback in the National Football League. For six. And that's how you, ah. What do you think the Bucks are going to do? Oh, my goodness. You know who his backup was, right? Yes, sir. All righty. We need a new quarterback. <laughs> Fast! So, that's what I'm, you know, I, I, I don't know. Did Russell Wilson don't like Tampa? Sierra, we, we got some good stuff down there. We got an amphitheater, girl. You, you big shows there. No taxes? Am I tampering? Yeah, no taxes. No taxes. Hey, hey, he already know that. He's, he's smart enough to know that. George ain't think? that far from it where Sierra first started. So, that's it? Like, it's, it's Jason Light taking a big swing over the next four weeks? Why wouldn't he? Right? Why wouldn't you? I don't know. You 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 think Kyle Trask? You can start something there. So or, so does Gronk come back without without Brady? No, that's, but that's the whole does thing. Does Godwin like, come back without Brady? But if I'm if I'm Jason Light and I hear Tom Brady have only three business days or five days at his home, <laughs> saying never say never, I'm thinking, all right, the light's still on didn't a little he bit have here. A, didn't, didn't he have a contract that he's leaving? He's got a, He still is on the team. I That's think. what I'm saying. You I know? mean, I think we no, still he, have his. No, I I know that. And if I I heard that, and even though I I mean, you know, the the final man in the arena episode is all about him walking away, and that gives you a mind an entry of his mindset about what he's, he's 44. thinking. No, I know. 
That's the most amazing thing about him, Warren, is he's a 44-year-old guy, and I'm surprised that he's stepping away. I'm surprised surprised (laughs) he's... Should have been. Yeah. I know. (laughs) It's crazy. So that's what I'm saying. If I'm Tampa, I'm kind of playing it a half measure in a way because I want Brady to come back. But before you make that decision to go all out, you call. (laughs) You make the call. You make the call. And, and say, what if he's? What if he says, "Yeah, I'm still. I'm go do." You got to go forward. Then you got to go forward. Go forward. What happens if Brady then decides around the middle of the summer? I but still then you come still back. have the contract. No. Then I have two premier quarterbacks no, in this I'm, thing. Then, then you, then you clearly, but not if you. Let's say you do make a big move, and somehow you do get some big veteran name, like you said, Russell Wilson. Okay. Say, you know, I'm, I don't know if this happens on this green earth, but Aaron Rodgers, something like that, is what I'm saying. And Brady says, I want to come back. Then you trade him and you get something back. Would you have a problem if Brady tells the Bucks if he, I don't know, go somewhere else and no, then decides no, no, to come no, no. back? No, 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 You keep Rodgers and you trade Brady. That's what I'm saying. Yes. That's what I'm saying. You yes. Would, that, that's what I would say. Yes. Correct. So you would have. Would There's you have no a, way you go with the, the 45. The would you have a problem with Brady saying, I don't know right now, and then decides summer, I kind of do, and plays it that way because he maybe wanted some other place. I don't have a problem with it because. It's so hard to let go, Rich. It is. It, I mean, you just, come on. With, with a career like that, with numbers like that, and still performing like that? Right. I left because I couldn't rush the passer anymore. I knew it was a pay action pass. Brett Favre did that little wiggle, came out. I tried to rush this kid. He had me locked up. He threw it over the top, the driver. I said, I told the kid, you want to let me go now? <laughs> <laughs> the ball is gone. The kid finally let me go. I looked up, 85-yard touchdown. I said, yeah, it's time to go home. I knew it was pass. And I still couldn't get the press rush I want. That's when I knew it was time to go home. Brady's last play was over the top to Mike Evans on the best cornerback in the game. On, over the world champ. Yes. Yes. Correct. The champ. Right. Yeah. And his last snap was a handoff to Fournette for a touchdown to tie the game. Down 27-3, ties the game 27 Like home. I said. <laughs> I know. And it wasn't Drew Brees. It wasn't Peyton Manning with the arm strength. No, it wasn't, wasn't there. there. Cause Drew Brees can throw a pass five yards, yards and it Peyton. in the air on a rope. On a rope. I mean, in the bucket. Boop. Bruno. Think, what do you think Arians is thinking? You, what do you think he's please, thinking? Please come back. <laughs> <laughs> Just every day texting like, hey, Tom. Man, hey, hey, what's hey, going on, Tom? You know, you know, since COVID, daytime drinking has really become a thing. I think Bruce <laughs> is doubling it up right now, boy. <laughs> Do you know who our backup was? <laughs> Bruce might be doing something other than just drinking. Hey, 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 Part of the thing, the reason why I'm bringing it up as well is that's just a concept that maybe at this advanced stage of his life, career, he just doesn't want to run it back with some, somebody else, somebody else. Um, or He already said he wants to call plays maybe if Bluthwich had gone. So I... So I'm just wondering where, what you think his mindset is going into this offseason. Do you think he still wants to do it? Bruce? Yes. You listen, man. I... Didn't they say Bruce right around on the golf cart? Yeah, I think his problem is his Achilles might be gone. That's what I'm saying. Though. Bruce right around the golf cart. It's right, kind yeah. of tough to call plays from the golf cart. Yeah. At practice. I mean, you don't use that. I mean, because that, that, you ever heard that, that intercom thing? What? Oh, the helmet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I used to tell Quarles, I don't know how you go home at night after the four quarters of that. Oh, my goodness. That, that, is, a, that is not an easy thing to, right. oh, my goodness. Okay. No. Warren Sapp here on the Rich Eisen Show. A few minutes left here. What do you think of uh, Stafford as a Hall of Famer? Do you think he's a Hall of Famer? I think his numbers will. Mm-hmm. But as far as the shape, the annals of the game, mm-hmm. I don't know no more. It ain't for me to decide. 
No, I know that. Richard Is Sherman's it, Richard Sherman's made it an issue, particularly. You know, obviously we've been talking oh, about it quite come a bit. On. I'm not going to talk. He's, I'm going to talk about. He was talking about it on his podcast. But the HOF bar is incredibly low now, like a participation trophy. Ooh. No all-decade team, no all-pro, no MVP, one Pro Bowl, not even MVP of the Super Bowl. Never considered the best about? in any—he's talking about Stafford. Oh. Never considered the best in any year he played. At least Matt Ryan has an MVP, is oh. what Richard Sherman says. Okay. Uh, in Richard response Sher- to my colleague, is Richard, uh, Mike Robinson. To, is Richard Sherman ready to critique the class that just went in? I don't know. What do you— Then how has he already got the Matthew Stafford— Let's call him champ. Well, <laughs> let's be on to the next season. <laughs> I think what he's responding to, I guess, is the whole setup is that everybody in the media has been talking about, you know, as we always do, waiting for a Super Bowl and hyping it up, that if Stafford had won and he just did, that the numbers that he has, 50,000 passing yards, oh, he can no, wind got up top silly five. Numbers. He it was, had no he, defense to back up everything that him and Megatron was doing up that's there. What I, and, and I was saying the reason games in Detroit, that boy did not play bad. He, he lit up the scoreboard and had nothing to back it up. No, no run game either. Oh, no, the year they had a running back, they went 0-16. <laughs> they yeah. ran Kevin Smith, so my homeboy to death. This is what I'm saying, is that the reason why he didn't have these accolades. Because he didn't he, have Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller correct. and some other people on the other side. And yes. I would, and I would, His numbers, hey, we're going to see. That, that if he had. Because these, we all thought Devin Hessel was a first ballot, right? I Hello. thought so, too. So, but, well, that's what, so do you think Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Famer, Warren Sapp? At no point in me watching Matthew Stafford play, and he's still playing, mm-hmm. have I looked at him and said, there's a Hall of Famer? I can say that. If he gets his gold jacket out, welcome him in, have a drink with him, tell him welcome to the club. Of course. But now I've never looked at Matthew Stafford at any point in his life in a playing career and said, that is a Hall of Famer. Could that be because he's playing in Detroit? You know what I when mean? When he was playing with the Rams this year, throwing for whatever yards he threw for, throwing two interceptions and three touchdowns the other night and having nothing but Cooper Cup to go to. And I don't know how the hell the Cincinnati Bengals didn't double him and make him throw the number 18. I, Collinsworth were having trouble with his name. So I was like, yeah, this is going to be a long night. <laughs> sporadic, everybody. Right? Sporadic. Sporadic, baby. I'm like, you better go sporadic because you ain't going Cup. Your sporadic. Cup will not run it over in this game. And if they did that, they were home. But for some reason, watch. Bengals. Well, I don't know, man. Again, like he's got numbers. Stafford's so, got numbers. What does num- Tony Romo have? Forty thousand? Is he a Hall of Famer? No. Okay. No, he's not. But Stafford now has oh, a no ring. ring. Oh, the ring. Stafford I now has a I forgot. ring. I forgot. The no, ring. I mean that doesn't matter. And he did have that drive in this with six minutes to go, and he had a terrific postseason. And I understand that people are like, well, then put Flacco in. But it's a totally different ball. No, it's a different ball. Trust me, I, I, Joe Flacco doesn't have 50,000 passing yards. Nope. And and by what by the time it's all said and done, Stafford could have a second ring. And he could, but obviously, even if he doesn't, he's going to have thousands upon thousands of more passing yards. And and you can't make the Pro Bowl uh, in Detroit, though. That's exactly right. I'm, I honestly, put <laughs> would you mind, Barry Sanders. <laughs> I mean, all of those things that, 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 Sherman said he could not achieve in Detroit, and he spent 12 years there. I mean, you're going to be an all-pro quarterback in Detroit when, when you know, in the NFC, Favre's doing it too at the same time. I, I, and you know this like I do. You know, and, come on. No, well, Favre had already left. My, yeah. I mean, or, I mean, you know, when, it was it was stacked. Well, no, Favre was still around actually. I mean, or or. I don't know. And everyone else in the NFC was doing what they were doing. Just off the top of my head, I'm trying to name who are the all-pro NFC quarterbacks were at the time. But 
At any rate, and then um, give me the year, and then I can help you with it. But other than that, well, I mean, I guess he he comes in in two thousand nine. Yeah, twenty yeah, ten. Right when right. I retired. Right. So Favre, okay. Favre was still around. I mean, he was doing it, he was he was doing it in Minnesota. Even to what, 12? Right, exactly. I, I know. Favre was Trust always me around. It. I don't know. I'm, cap- I'm caping for him. No, no. Listen, Matthew Stafford, when it's all said and done, puts another one on, maybe maybe wins an MVP. I, ain't no telling. I mean, because Sean McVay is going to throw this ball. <laughs> Unless he's going to be in the booth. Who booth? Sean McVay might leave to go to be an announcer. You know what I'm done with this. <laughs> I, I, I used to say after we won the championship in Tampa, I showed back up in Tampa after the we won the Super Bowl. Everybody had a damn ready show. Everybody had a billboard. Everybody had this. Everybody had that. I'm like, we finna get our ass kicked. Ain't nobody working out in the offseason. So you're telling me Aaron Donald's going to retire. Sean McVay is yeah, going to the, to the booth yeah. to be the, the new uh, John Gruden on Monday Night Football with all the X's Maybe. and O's and Maybe. all of that. Maybe, yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. They do write some crazy scripts in L.A. Okay. Do you, do you know? I'm right. Do you, you? Well, they write big checks, and I think that's the yeah. Thing. Do, yeah. Do you know who's got a job open in a booth for next year? NBC. Je- Jeff Bezos. Yeah. It's got a job open. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. Jeff, got a- Amazon is hosting is is oh. airing Thursday Amazon's night football cool. starting this fall. Bezos. Yeah, man. I got the chalkboard for you, baby. Jeff, Come see, Jeff Bezos is going to write checks. I don't need a big one, Jeff. I, can, I just want a board where I can do my thing and show you who's going to rush I'm this if I'm on sh- Thursday night and let your boy go. That's right. You're, you're, right. People are going to be answering those phones cool. if they're if he's calling. Cool. I don't think he's the one who's making the phone calls. But I just say you represent Jeff Bezos. That's enough for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, everything's good in your hood. What are you, you boy, want? the little girl came home with a master's degree. Hey. Oh, Boy, there's a, there's a master's degree with sap underneath it, baby. That is a beautiful thing, Rich. So she's one degree just shy of being Dr. Sap? I don't think she's going for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll take the HOF as the doctor well, in the I family. Mean, but boy, a master's degree, the baby done come home with it. Now I need to get a job, Rich. You know somebody? I okay. The sure. Bezos. I Bezos. The baby get the job, not me. Bezos. <laughs> okay. All right. And then the boys at FAU, and everybody's good and healthy. Mom's good and healthy, kicking rump. So Knock I can't complain. Oh, you already know, baby. Thank you. Thank you for coming in, Warren. Hey, tell Susie and the kids I say hello. I appreciate that. She's yeah. probably out there right now saying hello to you. So yeah. thanks for calling in, brother. I mean, coming in. Come on. Great to see you. Always. I, you, you t- if he texts me during uh, game day morning. <laughs> Yeah, Listen, I, I man, is this the Kevin Garnett show? Okay. <laughs> it's so great. You're Flip like in. you're like Monster Week. Yeah, okay, hold on, man. Give give this man a pen. Will you? Show. She's yes. like Monster oh Week. God. You must have you must have had a lot of great guests. And I'm like, are you in town? Like, you just let me know you're in town. You know, let me know you're in town. Heads up. He kills me. I booked him in the middle of hour three of game day morning. <laughs> I forgot to I forgot to send it on the list to say send him an email to come here. I'm All right, like, Warren Sapp at, at uh, Warren Sapp on Twitter and on Instagram. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll let you know how our Wednesday show is shaping up in a second. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get 
is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All right, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's going on over there, sir? They're just talking about, you know, Carson Wentz trade rumors. That's another another name that's popping up. I read an article about him this today, um, and he, they they could, if they get rid of him uh, after a certain date, uh, it's just a $15 million hit. Yeah. This is the last year in which his guaranteed money is on his contract. If if you could get a, a an upgrade, if you will, at quarterback, would you spend fifteen million dollars to do it? If you're Jim Irsay, yeah, I mean, yes. I know that's been a uh, that's a Rogers spot rumor as well. I mean, talk about a team that's kind of ready made, yeah, I mean, really good offense, really good offensive line, good defense. That's what I'm going to do. That's what we're going to do tomorrow. I have a list here of things to do. No, funny. <laughs> Hold on, where is it? We still need to book. talk about it. You can see it right here in my too. book. Here, can you see it in my book right here? I've written a list. It's all 32 teams of their needs at quarterback. And well, I mean, there's at least 20. Yeah. Well, no, again, as you know, I, I, as you know I've, I've, I've got, there's a list of we've got the guy, we need the guy, we think we have the guy, and we're going to stick with him. Right. And what is Derek Carr on that list? I have Derek Carr and the Raiders on the list of um, we, think. we think we've got the guy and we're going to stick with him. Yeah. I actually have four categories here. Let's let's workshop it. I have quarterback teams to definitely need and then no way for a long time. And then okay. I split the other ones into maybe, maybe we need a new one. So no and, way. Then, and then or we're going to stick with the guy and hold on to him for so the moment. So no way for a long time is like the Chargers, Chiefs, Bengals, like that. Yes, yeah. and then the sticking and hoping is like the Jets. Right, and the Patriots and the Jaguars like that. Well, the Jaguars are not for a long time. Yeah. I'm, I'm not buying this, man. Come Patriots on, are for, not for a long time either. Dude, man. Patriots are not for a long time. Right. I mean, well, but They're the also ja- hoping. The Jaguars... Uh, I know that, but yeah, but, but I get what you're saying. Long, you're you're, you're dude, hoping on Zach Wilson. You, not for a long know. time. Not for a long time is at least four years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But for the Jets, I I put them in the sticking and hoping, because if this kid doesn't you know do something in the next two years or something like that, I don't know what what might happen. Who the hell knows? I mean, it's just kind of crazy these days about quarterbacks. I mean, Kyler Murray, after three years, is scrubbing his Instagram account. And Carson Wentz gets traded um, in one year and and spits the bit in the last two games. And now all of a sudden, the guy who's definitely there is going to be traded again. And Jared Goff's in the Super Bowl, and he's out because Stafford says, I want out. This is just not normal times anymore for quarterbacks. You know? So we'll do that tomorrow. That'll be on tomorrow's show. 
Charlie Day is going to be here too. That'll be a lot of fun. That'll be fun. Yes, it, uh, as as expected. So that was fun with Warren Sapp right there. What a show we had the Tuesday after Super Love Bowl it. Fifty Six here it. in rainy Los Angeles. I think. Callaway Rogue here on the Rich Eisen Show is something that I can't wait to get in my hands. We haven't gotten a new uh, Callaway Rogues yet, but um, Callaway, I'm, uh, huh? I'm excited. I know that because <laughs> I'm dying. You will, you will, you will take one, and I'll be like, "What happened to our new Callaway Rogue?" <laughs> just, I borrowed it. Well, let's just ask for two. Um, I think they might send us a couple. Oh, great, fantastic. We'll find out. I got to test them out. Uh, The Rogue ST driver has been speed tuned to be Callaway's fastest, most stable driver ever. Every Rogue ST is engineered with a new tungsten speed cartridge, which gives you a little bit more speed on off-center hits, which I definitely need, and provides more forgiveness thanks to high MOI. There's so many different types of Rogue ST for every player. Most golfers are going to fit into the Max. There's the Max D, dedicated draw model for players who need more shot shape correction. Now there's, uh, if you need something more low spin, there's Max LS. But for the true players out there, meaning this is not for you, Rich, the Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS is the compact low spin head that the tour players love. Callaway's gone through every aspect of speed, so all you have to do is go rogue. Find your Rogue ST driver at callawaygolf.com slash go rogue. What's your main takeaway from today's show, gents? We had a lot of opinions and a lot of, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the the, the first hour story from Eric Weddle is just so mind-blowing. Mike McCarthy saying that he, he brought up Sean Payton to Jerry Jones. As he calls it, the narrative, the Sean Payton narrative. Between those two stories and then all this Matthew Stafford Hall of Fame talk. And I just, I just think about it. Like, I just think, how are you going to keep the guy who's top three, top five all time in passing yards and every passing? With a Super Bowl with ring. With a Super Bowl ring out of the Hall of Fame. You're just not going to be able to do it. And also think about this. He did this year what literally only Tom Brady has done, which is switch teams be the Super Bowl favorite, and then win the Super Bowl. It's him and Tom Brady. That's on your it. home field. On your home, that's on it. your home field. That's it. And put the NFC Championship on your home field. It's incredible. Which topped Brady. It's incredible. I mean, that's insane. And Brady didn't win the division no. either. That's what I mean. Right. He did this year, but not the year he won yeah. it. Brady had to win every playoff game on the road. On the road. To get to the Super Bowl. It's incredible. I, I just think. But he doesn't get the credit for it because he's that guy from the Lions. And that's true. That's, yeah. that's, that, that's he's that guy fair. from the Lions. And that's why, yeah. you know, you, you could say for the first 12 years of his career, I never look at him as a, as, a, as, a, as a Hall of Famer. I never looked at him as a Hall of Famer, as Warren Sapp just said. And neither did I. Yeah. Neither did I because he was a guy who was supremely talented in college, who made the first overall selection a worthy one in terms of his dependability and sturdiness. And on occasion, you know, terrific throws. But as Warren even pointed out, the defense wasn't there to support him, set it up. And that's why he doesn't have the All-Pros and the Pro Bowls and all of that and the MVPs. Like now, if we get the Rams running it essentially all back. Okay. Which I feel like let's say, let's say Les Snead can do his work his magic and get most everyone back similar to what Jason Light was able to do with Tampa last year, right? Renew you're going to get everybody back first time since the Steelers in the mid-70s to have all starters back the following year. Don't know if that's going to happen here. Um, but let's say he gets most of them back. Sean McVay stays put, doesn't go to a no. booth. And Aaron Donald gets some time away from game, says, you know what, I want to go back no, to I'll back. Play, I'll play one more. Yeah. You know, 
And let's just say, you know, Bobby Trees, Robert Woods comes back before Odell, who is a great late season addition around way, November exactly or December. Exactly what happened this year. Just get thrown in for the stretch okay, run. And let's just get up to speed you know? and, and all of that. And Stafford does it again. Now there's no back to back first time since Brady. Now you now start looking at him as a Hall of Famer because he's no, now in LA. But no, no because he's around a winning team and he's performing with a winning team and giving the wins. You didn't have that opportunity in Detroit. Yeah. I'm just saying. What are you saying? I want to thank Eric Weddle. I want to thank Mark McCarthy. And I want to thank Warren Sapp. And of course, you. Right here on this Tuesday show. We'll see you Wednesday.